things wine, beer, and spirits. Each week, join us on our journey as we drink and delve into different alcohol-related topics. I'm Mark. And I'm Jen. Cheers. Cheers. All right, so this week we are talking about pairings, and it's very complex. I it mean, really is complex. Yeah, talk about a rabbit hole. Oh my gosh, I mean, it is insane. The There are a lot of possible rules out there. Oh, I was like, a, the 20 rules, the 10 rules, the 5 rules. Yeah, and it's, they're a, all, it's crazy. Yeah, and they're all rules that are supposed to make it simple. Right. So I'm like, oh, awesome, the 5 yeah. rules to make it simple. I know, I thought this was going to be super easy. Right. Acid with acids, fat with tannins, yeah. and I'm like already yeah. drowning way in over my head. Right. You know what the good thing is, though? There are some generic rules out there that are hard and fast that really are pretty simple. Some of them, like, pair red with red. If you're going to have some red meat, pair it with red wine. Well, as I said, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Because in, in, as I'm looking at this, that actually helped me because, like, you hear red with red, and I'm like, but, but what the, I mean, I get... I guess I kind of get it, but so it's like you drink a red wine with a, a red meat. Is it literally that simple? That basic? Kind of? Yeah, yeah kind of. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I've overcomplicated it. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, kind of. And then, you know, pair a white wine with white foods, such as chicken, pastas with a white fish. sauce, uh, fish, maybe turkey, pork chops. pork chops, Okay. you know, white meats. So yeah. the red with reds, white with white whites, with whites is actually a... There a is actually generic rule. decent generic rule. Generic rule. Okay. Uh, bold flavors with bold wines. Okay. Yeah, those tend to go well together. So, okay, now now, help me out here a little, Jen. Yeah. And and I know we've done a little bit here. Um. So a bold wine with a bold flavor. So that's like that's like like a big strong as they say red or whatever. Yeah. Like so. So, it's like so what do you consider? Yeah, exactly that. like a cab. Okay. Yeah, like I consider a cab a big bold red. What's another big bold red? Like a, a cab. Well, like, <laughs> some, I, well, sometimes like a zin can be a bold zin, yeah, okay, you know. Yeah, actually, sometimes, yeah. you okay, know. Yeah, but yeah. when I think of bold, I really do think of cab. That's like the, the money right there. Yeah. Um, sweet wines with spicy foods; those tend to go together. Um, so those are the. If I'm going to think of the like hard and fast rules, it would be red with red, white with white, bold with bold, sweet with spicy. Okay, and actually, those make a little bit more sense to me now. Yeah. Uh, and and. I think I could almost well act like I knew what I was doing if I had to yeah. prepare food at, at home or, God forbid, in a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> so I love to throw dinner parties, and I also love to have wine with my dinner parties. And I have some, you know, there are some pairing rules that go well with, you know, that I like to follow. And one of them is if I'm going to serve appetizers, I think that um, a rosé, is a great appetizer wine. And there's a good reason for that. It's pretty yeah. versatile. Um, most people tend to like rosé, not everybody, but most people tend to like rosé. But the reason it's a good appetizer wine is because it has the acidity of a white wine, but it has a lot of the good fruity characteristics of a red. So it tends to partner or pair with a lot of foods. So you're pretty safe, no matter what appetizer you're serving, that to be able to pair a rosé with almost any appetizer you're serving. So that is a great pairing tip. If you're going to pair a wine with appetizers, that is a great tip. Appetizer rosé. And yeah. that actually makes sense because a lot of times when I can't decide between a red or a white, yeah. I drink a rosé. Oh my gosh, me too. 
I know. It's one of my all-time favorites. When they say rosé all day, I could totally do rosé all day. <laughs> um, it's versatile, so I like it. Okay. Yeah, so, so that's a pairing tip number one. Rosé with appetizer. Yep. Noted. And we also talked about white with white, um, but I would say like kind of an unoaked white with white. So they talk about, you know, they're unoaked and oaked whites. Um, so we need to do an episode. I know, we do. So okay. there are your oaky whites that are, when they say buttery, like heavier whites, but then... They're your, oh, sorry, your oaky whites are your heavy whites, right? Um, then there are these unoaked whites, like your Sauvignon Blancs, um, your Albarinos, that tend to be a lot lighter. And those are going to be the ones that go really well with fish or chicken or pasta. Not to say that your oaky Chardonnays and, um, won't go well with those, but your lighter whites tend to be really good pairs with white, um, chicken, fish, pasta. So when they're saying white with white, think unoaked whites. Yeah, just because it won't... Um, conflict with the flavors quite as much but i'm not gonna lie with you like i love it personally a chardonnay with my chicken and my pasta but <laughs> um yes definitely a lighter white would pair a little bit better and if you're in a restaurant that's an easy ask yeah show me some unoaked yeah unoaked whites and if there are actually some really home? great unoaked chardonnays too um but a sauvignon blanc or a Alvarino, I love Alvarinos, by the way. Um, I don't know if you've... Have you ever tried an Alvarino? I can't say that I have. Oh, they're delicious. Um, okay, next episode, we're yeah. drinking an Abarino. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Abarino. You know what? I, it's on okay. me. I, I will buy us an Alvarino for our next episode. Okay, say it uh, one more time because Albarino. I can't... Alvarino. 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 Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay, fun to say, too. <laughs> yeah, so those are a couple good, good pairing tips. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. Well... What kind of helped me a lot as I was like saying, okay, I need to learn some more about pairing and preparation for this is uh, something I found and, and several different places were talking about congruent versus contrasting Those flavors. Those are some really big words. They are. Right they're, they're probably the biggest words I may know. <laughs> but, we're gonna, we're, but I learned about them. So, and, and this is where it, it kind of actually started to make some sense for me again I, i'm liking the red red white white thing uh-huh. um but where this is Those are very simple words y- simple easy mm-hmm. words mm-hmm. good mark words mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but for this congruent okay works on shared flavors to enhance them so they're okay. congruent so it's like you know um i think that's kind of where we get to that bold red with a with a bold you know a good strong red meat you know a big right. steak a big wine and so you're you're taking the flavors and you're kind of enhancing the existing flavors but also too where you you know again if it's a a wider thing you know um like a fish you'd, you'd want that maybe that unoaked a little bit milder flavor so it's, they're complementing each other okay okay contrasting on the other hand yeah, this is interesting i've not heard much about this i i'm i'm knowledge Okay. <laughs> share your knowledge I, you don't know you wine expert you <laughs> it could happen one day yeah. Have we mentioned we're not experts? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Let's, let's keep reiterating that. Yes, if they haven't figured it out by now. Um, so contrasting balances uh, two different flavors to complement each other. So that's where um, you're, you would kind of take, let's see if I can get this kind of right here. So um, you're, you're going with something that may be the spice, spicy and sweet. That's something you recommended earlier, right. right? The sweet and spicy. So they're two very different contrasting flavors, but they're going to complement each other when you're actually drinking them. Um, and so that's, when you kind of keep that in mind, I think it kind of helps make some sense. So when I'm eating this, is this something that I want to um, be congruent or complementary? Maybe that's a better word, um, although that's kind of a big word too, but to yeah. complement what I'm eating or do I want to contrast with what I'm eating 
And so as you're thinking about pairing, that's kind of maybe two ways to think about it. Yeah, that's really interesting. And actually, when you talked about the sweet and spicy right then, uh-huh. I have something, a fun fact about that. So okay. um, that actually, I was going to talk about that as another Fun pairing. fact. Yeah, fun fact. So one of the reasons that sweet and spicy go to well together is that a lot of times in sweet wines, the alcohol content is lower. In higher alcohol wines, that alcohol accentuates the heat of the spiciness. And so it actually makes your spicy food seem hotter in your mouth. And so it isn't as pleasant on your palate. And I had so, no idea. Shock look on my I, face know, right no, now. You people. know what? Actually, this is actually new news to me, too. I, I just discovered this is new information for me, too. I was like, oh, my gosh. I thought it was just one of those things. Like it. Well, and it does also... Um, just kind of counter, the sweetness does counter the spiciness well as well, you know, also, but it does actually have less alcohol content. So that does pair well in terms of not making your mouth feel as hot when you're drinking it. So I had no I idea. I thought cool it was like, like a, a way of, I mean, I guess it may be tied. It was kind of like, like, I don't know, you drink milk or eat bread or something after something spicy. And that's, that's why. And so I thought the sweet wine would do it. And I guess maybe it kind of does that, but it's really more ties into the alcohol content than anything else. Yeah. I like No, that. I know. Okay. I thought it was kind of cool. Mind blown. I know. Um, so I do have another pairing rule for you. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, actually, you kind of already talked about it. It was matching these like rich red meats with red wines. But part of the reason is because the red wines have these tannins in them. And these tannins have the structure, and that's why the wines pair so well together. It's those tannins. And we're going to talk about tannins in another episode. I was going to say, every time we start talking tannins, again, I kind of feel in over my depth, but we will definitely spend some time talking on tannins. You feel them in your mouth when you're drinking it, and it's that mouthfeel. It's the mouthfeel of those the red meat mixed with the mouthfeel of the wine. I actually did a wine tasting relatively recently in Napa, and... The guy who was doing the tasting, running the tasting, he said, I'm going to give you two caps. I want you to taste them both, and I want you to tell me which one you would have with dinner. Okay. And I, he said, which one would you just drink on your couch, and which one would you have with dinner? And and, and I said, <laughs> And I said, that's an interesting question. He goes, I have one that I would eat with dinner and, which one, and one that I would have on my couch. Two very different caps. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, okay. Um, so I drank both. And it was very specific. And I could tell right away. I said, this one I would drink on my couch and this one I would have with dinner. Really? It was so weird. He goes, why? I said, there's something about the feel of this one in my mouth that makes me want to have food with it. And he said, absolutely. And it was because of the tannins. There's something about the feel of the tannins. And that's why you want a big, bold red with red. Okay. It comes back to that. Okay. I want a gold star right now. Yeah. For... For keeping that whole mouthfeel comments to myself. Oh my god! <laughs> Just saying. Oh. Do I get a gold oh star for that? Mark. Okay. Oh. Um, but that actually is very interesting. Um, it is interesting. And, and 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 the ones you picked were the same ones he had picked, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that, that he would have done. And, and I'm, I'm assuming because I've actually had yep. them do this to me too. And as soon as somebody points something like that out to you, and they don't even say anything, everybody in the group will say pretty much the same thing. Yes. Right. Exactly. It was the exact same ones, and he was like, "Yep." And it's just so interesting. But there is something you can you can there is something about pairing foods, certain wines or certain foods, especially reds. So that the mouthfeel. And, and the mouthfeel. <laughs> so so the thinking is is as That's I'm wine tasting wines. I know uh-huh. we're like we're fancy. Uh-huh. Um, so I think the key is though, as you're drinking the wine, maybe kind of sit there and ask yourself. And and I think this is part of it is is as you. Or that helped me is to stop and reflect on the wine, right? Yeah. As I'm drinking this, I mean, a lot of times you just drink it, right? It's yeah. there, boom, you drink it. But if you stop and think like, oh, 
what would I do with this wine? Would I, like you said, sit on the couch and drink it? Or would I, would I eat something with it? What would I do? Am I sitting on the beach with this wine? Or right. Whatever? And I've had some wines that the second I taste it, I'm like, oh, I need to be at a pool. Oh, or, totally. Yes. Okay. So, so that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of feeding or feeding off of that. Hey, ah, there we go. Hey. Uh, yeah, segue. Yeah. Um, so, so the, you want to talk or, or consider the taste and the intensity. So the taste is like fatty, salty, sweet, spicy. Yeah. I mean, that's, these are different tastes, right? Right. Intensities is like how flavorful. So an example like that is you got a pasta. It's like a real simple sauce. I mean, it's it might taste good, but yeah. there's not a lot of flavor there, but I'm going to go eat some barbecued ribs with this really intense barbecue sauce on it. You're getting the intensity from the ribs, intensity for whatever. And so that's kind of, again, so you think the intensity. So you got your taste on one side and you got your intensity kind of on the other. So you want to go with, and this kind of goes back to a lot of what we're kind of saying, but hopefully this is all tied in and making some kind of sense, at least. I, I, it's making sense to me. Yeah, I feel like I might actually, again, I'm still not an expert, but I might be able to pair things better. Or when people are talking about pairings, better understand it. But yeah. That's just me. Um, so anyway, the idea is to go with a stronger, bolder wine and to complement a higher intensity, right? So, and then of course, a lighter, sweeter wine complement more of your milder flavors. Um, and that kind of gets again to the, the reds for reds, the whites for whites, and, and so on and so forth. Um, and they can also offset when this again gets sort of con congruent versus contrasting. So your offset would be um, something like, again, the sweet wine for spicy, which I just learned is like to help deal with the spice level. Right. Um, I'm gonna, fact. I'm gonna remember that. I know. <laughs> um, and a like maybe a Pinot, which is something that's a little bit more of a milder flavored wine, or can be anyway, tradition more traditionally. Yeah. Um, and we'll tell you some ways to kind of. I've got more fun facts later, but oh, to yeah, to I know which wait. Pinots are bolder versus not bolder. Uh huh. Yeah, okay, that's that's a cliffhanger. No, that's not a cliffhanger. That is a foreshadowing. What well, both? I think it's a cliffhanger. Foreshadowing. I'm foreshadowing I mean, a cliffhanger. Foreshadowing you have given me. All right. Woo. Okay. Woo. Anyway, so we're gonna get to more of that. Um, but the way I kind of, because I knowing me, um, it comes down to like a hearty food needs a hearty wine, and a mild food needs a milder wine. And I always need to have my analogies. Yes. So lay it on me. Here's here it is. Yeah. Chocolate sundae, oh. you would not drink with water, right? Because you've got... Are you going to drink your chocolate sundae? You would not eat <laughs> your chocolate sundae <laughs> with water. You don't know what I I'm mean, doing. I mean, if you're going to give me an analogy, it gets melty. I want an analogy. Maybe I have a melty ice cream sundae. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, I would not eat my ice cream sundae with water, right? Okay. Because you've got this really bold right. taste. I would never... Ever have a sundae with water? Drink a water. Well, you generally drink with milk. Again, something a little oh, bit no. heartier. Oh no, I'm with wine. Or or with oh yeah, a wine, a sweet wine. But again, oh with milk. I don't know. Oh. People do stuff. Okay. Okay, let's go back to cookies. You're ruining me on this. Okay, let's go back to cookies. Okay. Because <laughs> I like my cookies. God. Okay. So maybe that let's wasn't. Let's start over. Let's start over. Maybe that wasn't the best analogy. Okay. Okay. But, it's okay. But another one. Start, but, no, no, no. I have another it's okay. one. Keep like, going. Next analogy. Rich chocolate cake. Okay, you have me. Okay. Is it warm? Of course. Okay. Filled with fudge, like the lava cakes. There are no nuts in this cake, right? Oh, hell no. And not a gelatinous fruit layer. 
I don't know. Yeah, just to make sure that, no, my, that I'm imagining this cake properly. No gelatinous. Okay. Wow, no gelatinous brulee. That just makes me think of like a blob or something. Right, okay. Yeah, no. Warm chocolate okay. cake. Got Warm it. chocolate lava cake. Oh, yes. Um, Keep going. And you're probably generally not going to drink that with like, say, a really rich <laughs> cocoa whipped cream all over it, whatever. You could, but again, that's a lot of flavor. Right. Too much. Too, Too much. Too much. So again, that kind of gets to our congruent versus contrasting. Yes. So you want to do all that. Now, I probably just massacred that it's okay. and lost the two listeners that we I, have. I enjoyed every second of that. <laughs> okay. Every single second. Well, Jet, would you like to save me and come up with well, something? Well, I mean, I was going to talk about Pinot's, but I know you have stuff to say about Pinot's. No, no. We're going to get to that later. That's okay. that's that's well, like a okay. later fact. Well, then I'm not going to talk about Pinot's right now. I was going to talk about desserts as well. Well, then. You're pairing. So, no, no, no. I want to hear more about Pinot's. Let's talk Okay, Pinos. well, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was going to talk about pairing Pinot's and their earthiness and how you want to pair a Pinot with something earthy, which is actually a congruence. Ooh. I like know. That. It's I all mean, coming together. It Although, is all coming together. You're going to have to help me a little bit. Okay, so here. I kind of know earthy. Okay, so Pinot's. Take me down to earth, Jen. Okay, so Pinot's tend to be an earthier wine. And it's almost like, gosh, I don't know how, I'm trying to describe, how would I describe an earthy wine? We may, we'll probably spend an entire episode okay, on some we'll of this stuff. we'll describe that later. So, but a pinot tends to be, earthy. it's an earthiness, and you would want to pair it with something like a gamier meat, like a bison, or mushrooms, like if you're a veggie. Awesome. Um, so, Actually, I've had bison burgers, which is very But good. it's also a good light red. So if you're going to want to pair, like generally, although there's a whole variety of Pinot, which I'm sure you're going to talk about, but if you're going to pair, if you want to have a red and you want to pair it with perhaps something lighter, you can use a Pinot for, in place of a white at some point. Okay. So I use, I actually do that as well, sometimes as well. Yes. Um, and I will do that because I've never been a big white drinker. So yeah. when things call for a white, a lot of Except times I'll go for For our next Pinot. episode when you drink an Alvarino. Abarino. Yep. Ooh, I got it right. I know. Yeah. Good job. Okay. So we talked to go. Well, I guess maybe this kind of gets to earthiness uh, to a degree. But, um, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about weight and uh, body or richness of the food or wine, right? <laughs> okay. And so, again, kind of over my head as usual. But um, the idea is if you can kind of, you know, again, congruent or contrast. Congruitize. Uh, that is a great word. We've been drinking wine, people. Uh, we have. <laughs> okay. So if you can com, um, complement or contrast your wine. There's a uh, lot of C words right now. With the weight. Um, <laughs> just don't make me say them all in a row. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I can't promise that that will happen. Um, okay. So anyway, if you can balance these two, the weight um, with of the food with the drink, then you're going to, the odds of succeeding will increase. So you're going to increase your odds. And so, and really what this kind of comes down to is weight. What is the weight? And that really comes down to the fat. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and so if, if you kind of look at that, so a, an example of this might be like a salad, right? So a salad with a ranch dressing yeah. would be heavier than a salad with a vinaigrette. Okay. And this is kind of like, again, think about it, or a fried chicken versus a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Um, so if it's weightier, Yes. Food, fattier food, then it's going to call for a heavier, weightier, bolder, richer wine. 
versus a lighter food, less fatty, would call for something a little bit lighter. That whatever. makes sense. Does it, please? It does make sense. Thank you. Good. Yes, it definitely makes sense. You explained that very well. Woo! <laughs> okay, sweat off the forehead. Yeah. And, and now go. I want some fried chicken, followed by yes? dessert. Oh, who doesn't love a good yeah, dessert? Yeah, I know. And if you're going to have dessert, you know what you should pair it with? Uh, I'm going to guess, because I like my sweet wine, <laughs> so something sweet. Yeah, you know, actually, it's totally great to pair it with a sweet, with a dessert wine, but there is a rule about pairing dessert with dessert wine, uh -oh. and your dessert wine should never be as sweet as your dessert. Okay, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I know. Well, because then it combats or competes with your dessert, so generally you should try to have a dessert wine that's a little less sweet than your dessert, or have a dessert that's less sweet than your dessert wine. So okay. you don't want them to be as sweet as each other, otherwise it's sweet on sweet. So the lava so, cake with the port, right. so which you're, I it's usually a little risky, get, but some, might some be ports, too much. But some ports aren't quite as sweet. So you just have to be careful. You need to know, I would say, taste your port first beforehand. So taste your port first beforehand. Taste was, it before, beforehand? Okay. Taste your port first, just so you know how sweet it actually is. Um, and then, because, you know, then you know, like, oh, this is too sweet for this dessert. But if you're just going to do, you know, maybe, I don't know, some poached pears for dessert. I would never do that myself for dessert, <laughs> but some people do. Um, I, my mom makes a fabulous pear pie. They're not poached, but it's a yeah. pear pie, and it is, like, so maybe, one of my favorite pies in the yeah, world. Yeah, so maybe, I don't know how sweet it is, but, you know, maybe you would, it's probably very sweet. That sounds like it would be it, sweet. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. If I like it, it's, it's yeah. sweet. So, you know, you just have to be careful about not having too much sweet with too much sweet. Certain dessert wines are sweeter than others, so you just have to be kind of careful. Look at your Madeiras. Madeiras tend to not be quite as sweet as ports, so just um, just be cautious about not having too much sweet with too much sweet. Or that is the rule. if you're like Mark, you get both as sweet as you possibly right. and can you know what? and jump into the deep exactly. end. Exactly. And, and you know what? So for some people, I mean, my mom would go all sweet all the time. Yeah. Yeah. She oh. loves dessert wines. Yeah. Lava so. cake and a port. And I'm not talking yeah. to a wimpy port. Uh, okay. We've talked a lot about lava cake and now I feel like I need one because fried chicken and lava cake. That's fried dinner chicken, tonight. Lava cake and a bowl of bread. <laughs> and a bowl of bread. And I'm done. And yes. maybe a salad of ranch. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds delicious. Okay. <laughs> now that everybody's hungry. I know. Um, let, should, should I give you my, 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 Cliffhanger, shall I un oh, uncliff yes. the hanger? Yes, that, I would like to. I would like to come off the cliff. Okay, <laughs> I'm very take carefully, you off the cliff. very carefully. Yes. So, if you're looking at wines and you're trying to decide what is bolder versus lighter, what mm -hmm. is heavier versus lighter, I guess it's bolder and lighter and heavier and lighter. So it's all kind of light on one side, um, and bolder, heavy, or rich on the other side. Um, a good indicator. This is never a hundred percent. But a good indicator is the color of the wine. Oh. So with a Pinot, which can kind of be across the board, yeah. if it's a lighter color Pinot, sometimes hard to see because the bottles are dark, but once they pour it in a glass, maybe you can see. Um, or when you ask for a taste. Yes. Um, throw back to a previous episode there. Yeah. Um, you can uh, get an idea. So a darker one is generally going to be heavier, a little bolder. A lighter one is generally going to be lighter, lighter in color. There's a lot of lights going on there yeah. but you're all picking gotcha. up what i'm putting down i hope um another key to this is the alcohol level so if you're under 12 percent you tend to be on the lighter side of wine so when we talk of bold versus not bold or lighter alcohol content if you're 14 percent and above again you're more getting into those boulders which i didn't actually realize that bolder wines had more alcohol i just thought that they tasted 
Yeah, and it, it kind of, I, I was a little surprised with that, but then I started thinking about like some of the different um, wines. And if you think, again, some of the lighter ones, they do tend to have that lower. Yeah. And, and you talk those bold cabs, they tend to have that 14% plus. Right, I just, it just Your never occurred to me. Your ports are 20% oh, plus, yeah. you know, delicious. yes. So, so the, and the port is definitely a very heavy yeah. type of wine. So, so I have something that's going to blow your mind right away. Uh -oh. So after we've talked about all these pairings, right? Yes. We've been sitting here for, I don't know how long now, quite a while, right? Talking about all these. But wines. everybody's still with us. Oh yeah. Of right, course Mom? everyone's still with us. You know, um, there's a study that came out of Michigan State University that basically after said. After we talk crap about their wine. Oh my, we did talk crap about Michigan Actually, wines I've in our last episode. Wines. But anyway, go no. ahead. They're doing some okay, great no, things out I'm there. I'm sorry. They honestly are. Okay, you could talk about their ice wines and how great their ice wines I are until ice wine. you're blue in the face. But I went wine tasting in Michigan and I have nothing else to say about that. I'm sorry, Michigan. Ice wine will have a future episode. Michigan has many wonderful qualities. I'm going to stop talking about that now. Yes. Um, anyway, I'm going to blow your mind. Blow my mind with okay. the Michigan. So, Michigan, Michigan State did State? a okay. very interesting study and basically what they said is that we should not be pairing our wines with our foods. Okay, you're telling me this at the end of the episode on pairing uh, foods. They should, we should be pairing our wines with our moods. Ooh, yeah, I like um, that. I know. So basically they said that we all have a vino type and um, we should all be drinking what we like. You know what? I think, again, I think we, and we that's every episode, drink what you like, drink what makes you happy. Exactly. And so I think the message in it was, we can sit here and talk and talk and talk about this wine goes with this and this wine goes with this. And yes, of course, certain things do taste. I can say, yes, this chicken was going to taste great with this wine. You know what? The fact of the matter is, if I don't like Sauvignon Blanc, it doesn't matter if it's going to taste great with that chicken, supposedly. Yeah. I'm not going to drink it because it doesn't taste good to me. I'm going to drink my buttery Chardonnay because I like it. So... They are basing, they had this whole study that they did about basically drink what you like. Well, while the other person is looking at you with that look like, what are they doing and right. getting there all yeah. upset about it? And, I am happily drinking what right. I what is making me happy oh. and eating what's making me happy and not even thinking twice right. about it. Or, them. you know, you order this amazing steak in a steakhouse and you order your, you know, Sauvignon Blanc with it or you have this creamy pasta and you order this bold red, people are looking at you like, what are you doing? It doesn't matter. I'm drink being with, happy. I'm folks. being happy. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, drink what you like, people. That would, I mean, so yes, there are rules, quote unquote, about pairing. And if you would like to follow them, you now have a guide. But really what it comes down to is drink what you like. So we now have a guide and that we did kind of cover a lot today. So yeah. We're going to put this together. Yes, on yeah, our there's blog. going to be a summary on the unsophisticatedpalette.com, and you can contact us there if you have any other future topics you'd like us to cover, or if you have questions, or if you have any input. You want to correct us on Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, wrong, I mean, I'm sure there's something I said that was incorrect, but you know, hopefully I did I not. Hopefully I did not say, but you know, if there is anything, you know, feel free to you know, shoot me know. an email. And you should go and subscribe to us and uh, get us every week. Yep. Um, and rate us with all the stars. Yep, all of them. And until next time, drink responsibly. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.